Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine, surrounded by a table we're not usually sitting around with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Holly. Hi. And Rob. Greetings. We just had one busy day at the D23 Expo and we wanted to talk about our highlights. Um, so we're gonna talk about three specific events today. First being Disney Legends, second being, um, Matt, can, I don't want you to correct me on what the panel was that you went to. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Video Disney, games. Disney Marvel Game Showcase. All right, and then we had the, um, the Disney Studios, Pixar, and Animation panel. So, um, We'll start off with Legends. We're just kind of going to go rapid fire here. Um, I thought Chapek was going to bitch out and not actually like talk um, because he had a pre-tape segment with Mickey. Um, and then the guy that played the genie on Broadway came down and got in the crowd, which was very fun. And then Aladdin and Jasmine came out. And then the Lion King Broadway people came out. And then Anna and Elsa came out. And they did a big... Broadway style opening, which was fun. And then uh, Bob Chapek came out in the flesh and he was booed. And to be fair, I wouldn't say that he was like. Not heavily booed, but he was booed. Yeah, you could definitely hear the boos. Did he hear the boos? Definitely. Definitely. Was that loud? That yeah, oh, loud? yeah, 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 yeah. Def I mean, I, definitely. I, definitely. You, could, definitely. You, could, you could, he seems like the guy who would hear the boos. Yeah, he would He would hear the boos. I think he, he, he thrives on it, I'm sure. Yeah, he gives he, him power. You know, it was a very strategic, I said this off podcast to Rob, but it was a very strategic thing that they did by putting the Broadway uh, performers up front because he came out and even though we were supposed to be clapping for him, him he automatically transition that to let's give it up for the cast up so like if I you were booing then it looked like you were booing the performers i will say going back like five years ago the 2017 i could i i will i for some reason i love the beginning of that parks panel when he was parks chairman yeah he did the same thing because they did a whole musical number mm -hmm. before it started and he comes out and like before he says basically he's like how about our amazing cast members and yeah so maybe that's just maybe it was just his tradition, yeah. um, and I think in general, which I thought was interesting, um, is he's setting a very high bar for this weekend. Um, so we are seeing. He said that there will be so many surprise announcements, so many things going on. So I think if you listen to our last episode where we make predictions, we did not think that that was going to be the case this weekend. We kind of thought it was going to be maybe a slower year for D twenty three news, but. We'll see if, if Bob puts his money where his mouth is. Um, so the first thing that we had right off the top was an expansion of the Avengers Campus in Disneyland, um, that they are going to go deeper into the multiverse um, with a new attraction that, and more will be uh, revealed at Josh's panel on Sunday. Um, so, I guess my whole question is, and I think what a lot of people's question is at this point, until we get more information, is this the um, Quinjet um, big e-ticket? Because I, I likened the Avengers campus to the rollout of um, Galaxy's Edge, where um, the um, smugglers were on Millennium Falcon ride came out first, and that was like the build as an e-ticket, but it wasn't the real e-ticket. And then 
uh, a little bit down the road, um, Rise of the Resistance came out, and that was the actual, um, or that's what it's called, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I know where you're going with this. But then I was thinking I I was thinking like, okay, so this is the same thing. I don't I don't think it's the same thing in the sense of I think the plan was always to have Rise open at the same time. Mm-hmm. They they ran into the technical difficulties here. Okay, yeah. Which delay so they were like, We can't hold off this land anymore because I think everything else was done. So the question is the Quinjet is the e-ticket ride. That's the rumor of that's that it's gone. There. But is it the same thing that it has it gone through changes since they were originally announced the there, Avengers campus? Not that I'm aware of. So do we think that this is just a replacement for the Quinjet ride, or do we think that this will be a third e-ticket attraction no, in Avengers no, campus? No, 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 no. I definitely So this is a replacement that. for something that they thought we forgot about. I don't know if it's necessarily a replacement. It might just be the same exact thing. No, they would say it was the Quinjet ride. They've been they were they were touting this like it was such a big deal, you'd fight all these people from Marvel for that was like their huge selling point on Avengers Campus. Oh, I, I, I just think it was weird. I also thought it was weird how he called it Josh's panel. He made it seem like he was very divorced from the park news. Like, not me, not me, guys. I'm not the parks guy. That's Josh's oh, that's panel. Oh, that's how it came. Like that's that's and I don't know if I, I don't was know being if I read into that should, subtext. We say Holly and I weren't a part of the Legends panel, nor did we watch it. So we're relying okay. on you for right. for your so another critiques. thing before we. Uh, started which i think we will see a lot of this weekend is the 100 years of wonder um so they're really pushing the 100 years of the disney company um they had you know the new logo there's like a uh there's a new castle opening which we'll talk about more when we get to the animation panel but very interesting it made me laugh out loud this will start on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, yeah, that well, made like me. that's how we're bringing this in. And wow. they made the like they said Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, on Dick, stage. Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, Why? and then like I don't know because it's an ABC crossover. Oh, okay. And then it was well, just like, like just crickets, like <laughs> like like what kind of what kind of applause did you think that was gonna cause? Like it was gonna be, oh my, did he just say Rockin' Eve? So, oh, that's what all the Disney <laughs> Disney folks have been clamoring for. I think of the uh, the Jeb Bush. Um, where, he, where are you familiar when he was writer for President Jeb Bush? And he yeah. gets he says all oh, he's like, please clap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> please clap. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, so we had that, and then there was a sizzle reel that love me had a sizzle reel. All properties. So we had. Pixar, Marvel, Lucas. It was everything you could think of, including, which I thought was interesting, Hulu shows. So we saw, like, Only Murders in the Building clips. We saw, like, Father of the Bride. We saw MASH. Like, there were some things that I have never seen on the D23 stage. Also, like, news. Like, Good like Morning eight, America. Like, lots of Good Morning well, America. Well, lots Good of, Morning America. Lots of, like, the Stanley Cup files. Like, it was, like, oh, sports. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. I mean, of course, they never waste a... No, no a montage that contains sports ever misses an opportunity to showcase the Do You Believe in Miracles yes, clip. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, okay. Um, uh, which I thought... Um, Mike, Michael Jordan making the oh, jump yes. shot from the top of the key. Like, that was in it. Yeah. And then going, like, on. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Michael I'm, Jordan, like... I don't was, think they was, said Michael. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they, they did. You're right, did. you're right. <laughs> Which, when it aired, that was on NBC. 
I know. Isn't that weird? It's uh, so it's so is, weird. I know they, they just have like NBA now. Oh, then they showed. Oh, there was a clip of Aaron Judge sure. hitting a hitting a homer, and I was like, okay. I mean, I guess. So anyway, we should find the stars. Aaron Judge cranking a dinger at a Yankee Stadium. This um, is what I think about. I feel like I really have my tinfoil hat on, guys, because he also made uh, a very. Uh, sidebar comment that I thought was really interesting, which I think relates to something we've talked about in podcasts of the past, where he said that, like, and soon you'll be able to participate in sports like never before. So there's our sports betting mm-hmm. with Carrot. He's dangling. He said something like, you'll be able to experience like he, un- Oh, what he said was sports have always been a very passive, watching sports has always been a very passive experience. And then he said, we'd like to take it into the like the next generation or yeah. something. He definitely- well, Right, I mean, that's, that's having skin in the game. Yeah. Maybe have money well, where's that so going to be announced? Like, what, where, how will that be announced this weekend? Or do you think it won't be? No, announced? it won't. I'm just that. Okay. That is an announcement that doesn't happen in 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 something like this. That is something that happens as a press release. That is something that it's like you hear. Yeah, he because goes, of like they, FanDuel. They line up Peyton Manning and yeah, a bunch of guys, and they do something. Um, but but the beginning part before Legends, this sounds just like. Almost like a state of the Disney company. Yeah, it was like, like a general promo. It was an opening ceremony yeah. type. So then uh, I think this is like this kind of ties this up that all of the characters then came out. So like as soon as the sizzle reel came down, it was Mickey, Minnie, Snow, Ray, Chewbacca, the Captain America. Would see in the yeah, yeah, Captain America yeah. and um, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. Um, and, Scar- and it was actually Scarlett you know Johansson. Real, you know what was really weird? Pluto was on the stage. And he ducked down the whole time like a dog. And I was like, okay, when you see Pluto on the park, he's not like on his butt. He no. was like doing like the dog sit on his butt. It oh, was weird. It was weird. And it really stood oh, out to he's me. He's usually hugging you. Yeah. Giving yeah. high fives. He wasn't hugging me. He was um, sitting like a dog. Like the, a dirty dog on the, the stage. The other fun thing I thought was... Um, they show they showcase all the past legends who were in the audience. We saw Tony Baxter was there, um, oh, Jody Ben. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. They all stood up, and we could see them that they were sitting in the next section over. Jody Benson was there. There were uh, Bob Gurr, You know all the all the the old so and sos. Um, and then they brought out all the global ambassadors too, and introduced you know so and so from Alani, so and so from you know Shanghai Disney, whatever. Um, and then our host, Tamron Hall, comes out. Um, and then they start giving out the awards. So we started with Ellen Pompeo from Oh, Grizzly. you're going to go through all of them? No, I'm, I'm just going to name them and kind of oh, okay. just give. Uh, we start with. I was going to say, you were, I was like, we got. This is the least. This no, is the I, least uh, fun uh, like, uh, okay, uh, panel so that we saw. You're today. talking more about my critique. If you could just let me get through it, I would happily get through this in two seconds. Ellen Pompeo, her speech kind of sucked. Um, Robert Coltrane, I forget what. Oh, he was an Imagineer. His speech was really cute. It was it was Wilson really good. Um, then Patrick Dempsey, who is a gray fox. His hair is yeah, bright white. Oh, it is it yo, is what? shocking. It yeah. is shocking. He still looks but great. He looks great. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still McDreamy. Yeah, he's oh, still a McDreamy yeah. in my heart. Um, then we had Doris Hardoon, who was an Imagineer, and um, she. 
was so cute. She was adorable. She was like, I feel like a Disney princess. And she was talking a lot of praise about Bob Iger and saying, um, when I worked at Sh on Shanghai Disney, all we heard was ADDC. Does anyone know what that means? Do you know what it means, Rob? I see it in your notes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Authentically Disney, distinctly Chinese, which is one of my favorite things that we heard Bob's Higher say all the time. It's in his book. Um, then Anthony Anderson came out, um, received his uh, legend with Tra and Tracy Ellis Ross, um, and they both took selfies with Bob Chapek, which I thought was interesting. And the Legend Award was so heavy; everybody had a problem picking it up, except for um, um, except for um, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick was Dempsey like, picked it up with one hand, yeah, like it was, was Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely had a no problem at all. Um, yeah, go ahead, Rob. Did you have something to add? No, there? he ha he has that. He probably knows how to handle a trophy. He does the, like, competitive car Is racing. he a driver? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. So. Um, then Bob, Bob Price Foster, who was the one who bought all the land in Walt Disney World, his daughter came out and gave the acceptance speech for him. Then we had Chris Montaigne, who was somehow involved in, like, all the music with some of, like, the biggest movies, which was interesting. Because, but he didn't write it. I, I don't know if he, like, arranged it or directed it. He was, like, a music director. He was talking about how when he worked on Tarzan, he was on the phone with Phil Collins, and Phil Collins played him, You'll Be In My Heart. And he was like, I love the chorus, but I hate the verse. Can you? And he was like, oh, my God, I just told Phil Collins I hated the verse. It was really cute. He was, he was cute. Then um, Jonathan Groff from uh, Frozen. Um, he's from Lancaster. He's a local guy. We're a Pennsylvania podcast and he's local and I, I cheered for him and he goes, Woo, we got some Amish people in the back. And that was me. Um, and <laughs> my, can't be many of us I know and my, so. my friend was watching the live feed and was like, was that you who just yelled? Cause I think I heard your voice. And I was like, yes, Josh, that was me. Um, and then Kristen Bell came out, um, you know, adorable. Josh Gad came out and I, he had to, he won my my uh, award for best speech of the day. Uh, he honored Chadwick Boseman. He, I guess he was pretty good friends with Chadwick. And he said that, you know, he was honored to be in the same class as him and that he tried out to be a Jungle Cruise skipper at Disney World and he got rejected. Just really adorable. Um, Adina Menzel came out. She seemed a little unhinged. Um, she sang When You Wish Upon a Star. Her boobs were hanging out, kind of, and she was like... Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, she was like, oh, I gotta cover up the boobies. Sorry, Bob. And you no, know, I'm not... Yes. Really? Yeah, she was hanging what? over... She, she had, was drunk? She had, like, a low-cut shirt on, and she was just, like, kind of hanging over the podium, and she was like, oh, gotta put the boobs in. And she was like, it's tough to be a, you know, a 20-year-old princess... A, a 20 year old blonde innocent princess when you're in a 51 year old sexy smoke show's body it just seemed like it was a very weird speech that sounds very uh, uh i don't even know what to say that, th yeah. that sounds like very what's the word about, like what am i looking for the description like off the cuff like no like no. targeted at him like oh he, like like i'm gonna make you uncomfortable yeah, like bad. They have bad blood. Do it's they? Like, no, you th think? that's that's what I'm saying. Like, she oh. went out of her way to. Yeah, it just seemed like I don't know. It just seemed like she was a, like you think about her past and she's like a Broadway star and like I guess it's a different level of publicity that she's used to and it's like do you not know how this works? Like you could put me up there and I would give great like textbook answers as a promote like promoting and. <laughs> Like, come on, you've watched a TV show before. Like, you can't say stuff like that. This is a Disney expo. Anyway, um, and then she weirdly sang When You Wish Upon a Star at the end of her speech. 
Then here's the tinfoil hat back on my head. Don Hahn was not there to accept his award. No one accepted on his behalf. Tamron Hall said he accepts this and is honored by this award. It was the weirdest thing. He has made documentaries for this company. He is on the promotion for the archives documentary when you're sitting in the hall. He's on the big screen. What are you telling me that he's not there to accept the award? He's one of the most well-known animators in the last 30 years at the Disney company. I thought that that was, I thought that was really weird. Mad weird. That is weird. And then finally, um, it was Chadwick Boseman's time. Who also wasn't there. (laughs) Matt. Oh, Matt. That was my joke and you stole it. (laughs) Um, It was like, you teed up the, you teed it up. So, um, Chadwick Boseman's um, brother accepted on his behalf. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. Terrible. This is, this, this is shaking Rob's foundation. It's it, come it, to be excited for you, Matt. In tinfoil hat. It, it takes quite a bit to offend me. But that, and that did it okay. I just... Um, so his brother got up and, and gave the speech on his behalf. He's a uh, preacher. He did such a great job. He was very passionate. He honored... I guess the award had originally been... Um, presented to his parents he his mom was supposed to do the speech but the mom wanted the brother to do it and then at the end he honored their parents and said you know it takes a king and a queen to raise a king it was just like really nice he got a very long standing o for that um and then i did not realize this i thought this was a cute little story that josh gad was really good friends with chadwick boseman and you know mentioned him in his speech and then chadwick's brother said like I don't know if Josh is backstage and can hear this or if he's out in the audience, but just know, like, my brother loved you. Like, he really appreciated your friendship. I thought that was cute. Um, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, I mean, I know that, who, like... Who would have thought that Chadwick Boseman and Josh Gad were friends? Like, that's some mad libs. I mean, all the, all the stories you hear about Chadwick Boseman are, like, like that he was, like, the most oh my God. beautifully nice, remember gracious dude. Remember that TikTok dude? we saw the other night? I do. I that do remember. he was the only one to go to, the, like, the captain... Captain Marvel? Yeah, the Captain, the Captain Marvel, Marvel screening premiere. that, like, wasn't no one, in the movie. No one was going that was not in the movie. Like, all the other Like, Marvel Samuel guys. Jackson was there, but he was in the movie. Like, like anyone... Like, right. like, Thor wasn't there, but Chadwick Boseman went just because he was a good guy. And he was, like, supporting, uh, what's her name? Brie uh, Larson. Brie Larson. So, anyway, um, and then they, they like to do little surprises at the Legends panel, and sometimes it's... No the, surprise legends, though. No surprise legends this year, but what they did, which was very fun and very cool... I don't know that it made sense, but it, it was fun. They um, introduced the cast, kind of, of Encanto, um, and they sang We Don't Talk About Bruno. So you had the aunt, the uncle, and then the cousin that can hear everything, and I don't know. But Wait, and, for- what's, and what's her name from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, no, she's not in that song. She doesn't sing in We Don't Talk About Bruno. Yes, she does. No, she does not. Okay. Um, so it was four of them, um, and it was really fun. They had, like, the house behind them, and they were very into it, and it was, it was great. So that was the Legends panel. Stephanie Beatrice yeah. is her name. Yes, it was not Stephanie Beatrice. Oh, it was, oh, it was both sisters, because it, it was the cousin that can hear everything, and then it was, he told me that the men oh, of yeah. my dreams, <laughs> which is, a, I only <laughs> know that because of TikTok. <laughs> All right, Matt, go ahead. Tell us about the video game panel. I'm gonna go really. I'm gonna go really quick on this. There's not a lot of. There was not a lot of fun news to this. I went to the Disney and Marvel game showcase. 
um, we already thought like there was no talk of like the new Spider-Man game. There was no talk of any like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers video game news. The biggest news that came out of this is that they teased very early, no gameplay footage, nothing, just like a very like interesting teaser of a Captain America and Black Panther game that takes place during World War II. Huh. Oh, it was like a very like old timey, like it was like a like old timey music playing and it was like clearly like World War II era Europe. And then you like, it's it kind of panned over and you saw Cap Shield and then you saw that it had the scratches on the shield from uh, uh, Black Panther. Video? Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, I'm now Good playing Lord. the trailer. <laughs> Um, so that is, um, coming from, and that's probably way out, but that's coming from Amy Hennig, who had done the early Uncharted games. Um, a bunch, a bunch of crap that, like, a bunch of, like, Marvel, like... We love to see it. Um, Niantic, who did Pokemon Go, is doing, like, an augmented reality oh Marvel game. Who cares? Don't show that. Yeah, really. Marvel Snap, uh, which is basically a card game that looks like Hearthstone, but with Marvel. Who cares? Um, Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, who, Lots of Marvel. Who cares? Um, then um, there was one thing that I thought was cool, Tron Identity, um, which is actually a visual novel adventure game by Bithel Games. Um, Mike Bithel has done some really interesting video games, and this looks actually really cool. I have a Bithel um, vacuum cleaner. A Bithel cleaner. vacuum cleaner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson has a Bithel vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that that looks really cool, and I'm not a huge Tron fan, but um, I really like um, uh, Mike Bithell's games, and now I can't think of. <laughs> I got a Bithell. Um, and then the coolest thing that I saw was, which was just announced today, is this game Disney Illusion Island, which is a co-op uh, platformer with Mickey Mouse and friends. You can play as the core four, which is Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. It's an exclusive Nintendo Switch. It's like a uh, Nintendo Switch game. It's like a 2D platformer, and it has the art style of the new Mickey cartoons. Think the animation style from uh, Runaway Railway. Mm -hmm. um, it looks really interesting. It looks um, it looks fun. It looks um, and I like that they're continuing the like illusion uh, title, like the old. Genesis games, Mickey and the Castle of Illusion. If you, if anyone played that back in the '90s, so yeah, those were a lot of a lot of fluff, but some some interesting stuff that came out of it. But overall, kind of disappointing. Okay, all right. Well, thank you for covering that. You're I'm welcome. Willing to go where no one, none of us were willing to go. Um, so now the big uh, the big panel that all four of us went to this afternoon was the animation. Well, it was Disney Studios and then Disney Animation and Pixar. So was, what was it actually called? It, it was, was a weird title. It, it was like Disney Studios. Is that what it was? Well, Hold please, filibuster. Uh, oh, I had I have the one for tomorrow. What it was mm. called? Is that your? Is that your? <laughs> If you were actually needed to vamp, would you just say filibuster out loud <laughs> yeah, and then just shut filibuster? Was it Disney Showcase? A, a studio Showcase Day One. Celebrate the magic of Disney and Pixar. Okay. All right. So Ugh. yeah. All right. So um, we're gonna try to do a little fun game, a la TikTok, where we say smash or pass to each of these. Um, but to give you some background, we saw. 
we uh, Cynthia Arrivo came out and sang "When You Wish Upon a Star." She is the blue fairy in the live action Pinocchio. I thought this performance was amazing. I thought she was great. Mm. I was very excited to see her. She's the shoulders, man. Oh, Matt was saying the same thing. He was like, "She as is soon as built. she as soon as she came out, I was like, look at her arms." Well, like she was singing, and I was like, "Oh, like fantastic voice." But before I said fantastic voice, I was like, "Yo, her arms are shredded." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would really, I would, I, I would take those arms. I thought, I thought it was Tiana. Oh no! From where? So it wasn't on. <laughs> she wasn't on the screen. She wasn't on the screen yet, and she's two hundred yards away from yeah. us. So you're so, just so you're just justifying why you're racist. <laughs> no, the 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 cut of the dress. Yeah, it wasn't. I Tiana. thought her. I yeah. didn't know. Like I thought the hair was pulled. Back. I thought yeah. it was Tiana. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got that. That was an awesome performance. And then Alan Bergman, who's the head of the films division, I guess. I don't know this guy. Um, but empty suit. He he showed us a sizzle to end all sizzles. Uh, it's a good you, sizzle. No, I, I mean, wasn't that impressed. No, by me it. neither. That one that one didn't get me. But as, at the end, mm-hmm. they give the new montage that for I love the title. What what do you yeah, call um, that? You know, like sequence? the title castle sequence where you see the castle, you go do um, so they changed oh, yes. it, and I thought, I he mean, played, they, they played it, it twice. Again. Yes, he mm-hmm. played it again. Um, and it's specifically for this Disney one, 100. The Disney 100th year. Um, you, there's way more detail, lots of like waterworks. You could see um, the Matterhorn on the left side in the background, Pride Rock on the right side. My eye, I was watching uh, I was that. Try- what are the. Uh- a hundred years of wonder is that what they're yeah re- yep. referring to it as? That is. You're gonna see this. Yeah, this everywhere. is gonna be. They're really shoving this down our throats. Mm. Um, and then Sean Bailey came out, who must be the head of like Disney Studios, right? Live action. Live action. Um, all right. So here's when we start to get into the stuff. So first thing to come up was an occult classic, which is Hocus Pocus two. <sighs> I was really hoping we'd get the ladies for this. I was electrified. Well, I was. I really thought. I thought they were going to come out. Me too. I said to her, "They're coming." Like, yeah, me too. When they were the doing whole, the magic. Yeah. This is terrible for an audio podcast. But the three sisters. Uh-huh. He says they couldn't be here, but the three sisters have some magic for yeah, you. Yeah, they're they're going to address the crowd, and they mm-hmm. do. And then, Bette Midler. Is attempting it, magic. And so I, and on stage, they basically dumped the lights, and I was like, oh, and they're they just going to appear. Yes. Yeah. And oh, really? I did not think that. I did too. And then I said to Holly, I was like, they're coming out. They're coming out. I thought they were going to. And they didn't. So we got a trailer for that, which, you know, um, smash so, or pass? Um, I guess smash. I'll smash. I'll watch this. Smash. Smash. But it's gonna be one of those stories that I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I can't. I can't. This is gonna this. be like you're gonna to have to watch on your own and not. <laughs> this is a, this is a smash like purely for like nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. Yep. All right. So the next thing we had was Disenchanted, um, which I thought this presentation was really fun. Yo, how hot is James Marsden? James Marsden is a fine. Fine man. The man is aging like is, fine he wine. He's aging backwards. He looks great. Mm-hmm. We had Patrick Dempsey. We had him. 
We had Amy Adams. We had um, Maya, Rudolph. Maya Rudolph and Yvette Nicole Brown. There were two other people that I do not know their names. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> um, if those two people are huge <laughs> listeners of the podcast. Maya Rudolph and Amy Adams were really fun coming out on the stage. Yeah. They were like, oh, we just came back from Disneyland. And they had like, oh, Adina Menzel was there. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tried to block her out today. I love Maya Rudolph. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I thought She's the villain of uh, Disenchanted. I thought Amy Adams may have been inebriated or something. I no, just feel I like think she's a weirdo. Thing. Yeah, I feel like yeah. she's like a happy-go-lucky weirdo. Um, yeah, so we got to see a trailer, um, which, you know, they kind of described it as, like, they're moving, Giselle's moving to the suburbs, and, like, they have to get used to this life together. Um, so I'm going to go around and smash and pass. I'll, I'll start first. I'm sma- I'm smashing this. I love the original. I'll, I'll watch it. I, I don't know that I'll ever watch it twice, but I'll smash once. Smash. You guys see how hot James Marsden looked? <laughs> yeah. Smash for me. Mm. Did you see the original Enchanted? Nope. Oh, it's really fun. It's, it's cute. It's like it's Elf oh, I with thought, Enchanted. I thought, you, I thought you guys would like hate this. Oh, oh no, no I was in. it's really uh, cute. I don't this think movie's... we've ever talked about. Oh, Enchanted. this movie's really fun. Oh, good music. Really good music. Yeah, and yeah. I, James Marsden. Is... Oh, you're yeah. a fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clearly, so... I'm more on the Marsden. <laughs> there was. Um, the... Keep going. Okay, sorry, okay, right. okay. All right, so next up we have Peter Pan and Wendy, the movie, which I didn't know this was a thing. I mean, I guess the thing is that I don't follow movies like like so closely. Right. I follow Parks. Yeah. So, like, all of these were pretty much a surprise to me except for <laughs> The Little Mermaid. Yeah, and they yeah. these could have been in the pipeline and announced years ago that I just yeah. don't even know. Um. So we had Agreed. the kid who played Peter Pan. We had the kid who played Wendy, we had the kid who played Tiger Lily, and then we had on my certified hot boy list, Jude Law himself. God, he is so good looking. He's he playing. gorgeous on that stage. Yes, he was. was. so smitten. Me too. I think she goes, <laughs> he's, he's playing Captain Hook. So we got to but see But I have it equally. He can hook me anytime. Oh, okay, I have a guess. I have a guess. Yeah, I mean, um, like... So um, we saw a trailer for that. Um, very, uh, the Captain Hook looks very gritty. Like, it almost looks, yeah. like, kind, like, scary, kind of. Yeah. It looked good. I mean, I don't know that I want to see the movie. I don't know if I'd smash the movie, but I'd definitely smash the Captain Hook. Well, no, <laughs> Smash no. or pass, Matt? Pass. Smash. Pass. <laughs> okay. Pass. All right. Captain, well, wait, so you're just... Oh, I'm smashing Captain Hook. <laughs> but you're passing on the film. Just the film, but I'll... I'll... <laughs> okay, so, I'll address this now, because... The, the the folks that think Disney's woke, so, um, they're going to have quite a battle on their hands. With that one? Tiger um, Lily? In the next few years with some of the casting. I, 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 I'm saying, this is not me speaking. Yeah. The people that think Disney's woke are going to What Can you... Why? Yeah. Um, just I, non-traditional casting. Okay, here we go. I actually, yeah, I love Matt, this. I, I will get to this, but but since you brought it up, um, I think that, and and I'm trying hard not to be cynical about it, and but knowing that, um, Disney is a company that needs to make money and stay in in the public appeal, and I am all for. I mean, obviously, I'm not anti-diversity, and I'm all for inclusion of people of all colors and creeds, 
but it does sort of feel like at this point, and it was it was never more evident than I, when I was sitting here just watching it, that it almost seems like they're playing Disney Mad Libs at this point. They're like, okay, main character, um, non non white female, um, maybe she's Pacific Islander. Um, this one's gonna, this one's Asian. This, and it's like, because they can't be white anymore. And it's like, because this is, and it's like, so like the, the per, like the positive person will be like, that's great because, and like, and, and really it's great because regardless of Disney's intention, it is still giving a voice and giving a platform to people who are not (laughs) white males, you know, which is great. However, There's also the flip side of that where you're like, is that just them doing it because they want to check a box? They're checking a box, you know, like, but like, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of their intention and if it's quote unquote, quote unquote, exploitive, you know, I guess it's still positive. But I get what you're saying that it just like it almost seems like they're doing it for the sake of doing it. Almost like a totally white college who like in their um in their Publicity, promotional yeah. photos it's like okay we will get the one black kid playing frisbee with the asian kid to show that this is a very diverse college but in reality it's very white do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, and this is a very like very uh murky topic that we're treading <laughs> I, I into know, but i, I get know. what you're saying yeah I, i'm not disagreeing with what i'm just saying it's going to just add fire to the whole Woke Disney or whatever mm-hmm. the hashtag on Twitter, maybe. Yeah. Um. So then next up, we have uh, Haunted Mansion. Um, and they bring out Justin Simeon, who is the director. So he's the guy. I had to Google him. I'm like, I recognize him. He did Dear White People. Oh, did he? Yeah. I love that show. Um, yeah. So we got to see a trailer of this, which... Um, I, I'm going to throw a smash real early on this. Smash hard. I think this might have been my favorite I'm thing. triple smash. Yes. Um, very scary. And I liked it. Like, very, um, very dark. Yep. Um, you know, it looked like there were some, like, almost like body horror stuff. With hat box ghosts. We saw the hat box ghosts. We saw the hitchhiking mm-hmm. ghosts. We Jared saw, Leto as the hat box ghosts. Yeah, we saw Constance Hatchaway was in it. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it looked like there was a lot of reference to the ride without being like too heavily reliant on the ride, but they gave it its own spin. We got to see Owen Wilson as a priest. Wow. Um, um, we got to Danny got Danny DeVito who oh, yeah. seems to play like the narrator a character, a groundskeeper of some kind. Winona Ryder. Yeah, what, she's what was her um, part? I don't think I, she was featured. She was. She was yeah, in the trailer. She, yeah. It was very quick. It was one. Yeah. It was like she had a very um, heavily makeup face. Uh, and we also got to oh, see. Oh, Lakeith Stanfield plays a very big character, it seems. Yes. Yes. And then is Tiffany Haddish in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's like, it looks like the. Mom? Or? Um, no, no. That's, is that Rosario Dawson? That's Rosario Yes. Um, uh, Tiffany Haddish is like, it almost looks like a swami. She had like a turban uh, on her head. She's probably one of the ghost whisperers. Um, but then, um, we got to see, which I think was one of the cooler things they did. This was very much like them bringing out the rock and Emily Blunt in the jungle cruise boat. They just had a doom buggy come onto the stage backwards. 
um, and you couldn't see who was in it. And then when it got center stage, the shell turned around and it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And I guess she's playing Madame Leota. Yes, that's correct. Um, she didn't even talk, just waved. She's the queen of conventions. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Also the queen of Scream. She is the queen mm-hmm. of Scream. I love yeah, her. Yeah, they did, they did say something about mm-hmm. something. Can't have a horror movie. Can't have a scary movie without yeah. the queen of and Scream. Ha- and Halloween. Yes. Well, yeah. And we... Um, we and then the director got in the doom buggy and and went away. And he did he did mention that he was allowed to make it pretty scary. It looked it it, it looked great. Um, so Smasher Pass, Catherine and Holly are firmly on the Smash side. Mm-hmm. Matt. Um, yeah, uh, Smash. Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely Smash. Okay, so we are smashing that. All right, so next up we have um another if you guys are keeping track right now i'd like to say that there's not one original uh movie at this point and yeah. there and there Action wasn't movie. yes yeah i'm i am passing on the fact that the first hour and a half of this um presentation was all um remakes all right so next up we have an origin story of mufasa called mufasa the lion king directed by the director of moonlight barry jenkins he came out, um, gave a little speech. I guess this is going to be um, told from the, the side of Timon and Pumbaa, who it seems like Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen are reprising their roles as Timon and Pumbaa, but it's like an origin story of Mufasa. So you see him as a lion cub, like, you know, he's in the river. It looks like he's dealing with some hardships, you know, n- nature's, you know, challenges. Um... Uh, we didn't get to see too much of this. This was just a little sizzle, like a little teaser trailer. This isn't coming out till 2025. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't believe it got Barry Jenkins. I can't either. I was thinking like, about that too. Like, did they just, were they just, did they throw her, money I was like, at him? Oh, I, I was like, this guy's like, like I he's a I very said, big deal. I was like, he's really good. I mean, he like, did If Beale Street Could Talk, he did yeah. Moonlight. I mean, yeah. like, like legitimate movies that have won Oscars. But he seemed genuinely. Like into I, like I, I feel like I he was given um, like free reign pretty much, and they were like, "Okay, you can do whatever you want with Lion King." Yeah, no, this didn't seem like they threw a bunch of money. I mean, like maybe they did throw a bunch of money at a credible director, but it didn't seem like he doesn't seem like the type of person who would um, uh, go against his like uh, morals Artistic, and just take a yeah. paycheck yeah. for something, at least not at this point in his yeah. career. So right, like, yeah. So smash or pass Mufasa the Lion King. Yo, pass. Mm, smashed. I'm just curious. Okay. Smash only because of him, his involvement directly. Catherine? Um, I'm going to pass just because I haven't seen the live action Lion King. So I feel like that's, it almost seemed like required reading. Um, next up we have, which I didn't even know they were doing this either, which I guess could be said for most of this stuff, is uh, the live action Snow White. Um, so we got to see just a really quick teaser trailer, um, a lot of the Queen, which did you know who the Queen was? Because I thought it was Scarlett Johansson and Matt was like, no, it was Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> Wrong, wrong. Wrong again. I couldn't place her. Uh-huh. It was one of those, like, it was so quick. Yeah. And it was like, who is that? Who is that? And then, oh. And, oh, oh, she, she came, came out. Oh, she came out. Imagine there's no heaven. Um, so they did a quick little trailer, and then they announced that the, um, the, the evil queen is Gal Gadot, and that the... Um, Snow White. The Snow White is Rachel Ziegler, who is most famously known for playing Maria in the West Side Story that just came out like last year. 
Um, and they came out on stage, and man, Gagado is beautiful and tall. Is that your girl, Rob? Is that the one? She wins. Uh, the hottest. And, uh, Rachel Zegler was so cute she and gracious. She so genuine. Like, she had tears in her eyes. She was very moved. Oh, she was, she, I just was very, um, I, I really liked her, uh, her, her vibe she was bringing. I was really into that. Some of those people come up there and you're like, okay, you could like, you see, and then Gal Gadot comes up and you're like, movie star. she is a effing movie star. Yes. Like, yeah. She is just person like 10 feet tall like, just like beautiful yeah, yeah just like in inhuman bone structure just like unheralded beauty the hair is just immaculate yeah. like oh yeah. my god she's wearing this black bodysuit that was just gorgeous all right so we had that um there they did mention there would be some new songs um in this so are we smash or passing snow white live action oh yo pass i'm gonna smash okay I mean, it's snow white classic story mm-hmm no problem. pass i'm gonna pass too um okay so last up for the live action is the little mermaid which we didn't know about this in 2019 it was just recently announced maybe the week before the d23 expo but we didn't see anything then so the the guy who came out for The Little Mermaid is the director, and he directed Chicago, and he's a very well-known... Rob Marshall. Mm-hmm. He's, um... I can't believe I remember that. Yeah. He, um... He's a Broadway guy. Very animated, very dramatic. Um, I thought he, it was Mark Cuban at first. Really? Like no. Just, like... <laughs> yeah, he, he did have... The he Mark, looks like Mark Cuban. Yeah, he had... <laughs> Gay Mark Cuban. (laughs) Um, So he was really very flowery talking about this. This movie's in post-production right now, but it looks like it's pretty much done. So his teaser was, we will show you the part of your world scene. Um, In full. In full. So we got to see the whole scene. Which Uh, was not released. They released the teaser that we saw, but only the people in that uh, panel, at least for now, are seeing that full segment of Part of Your World. um, So we got to see that. Then they brought out Halle Bailey, who plays Ariel. um, And then they showed us a little teaser that's already out. Um, Any more to say on this? Uh, Smash or pass The Little Mermaid? Um, I will say that I... I was moved by the part of your world scene. I I thought that it was really good. I thought she did a good job with it. But, like, I don't know if I was just into it because of the fact that it's, it's like, part... No, that that it is part of your world. And I'm already, like, I already know that that's, like, a powerful song. And that's just... And the segment is basically just a nearly shot-for-shot recreation of what I know from the animated... Um, movie. I just don't think, I mean, I, I'm gonna pass on nearly all of these because I just don't think they need to be made. I just think they're they're thoroughly unnecessary. And so I mean, it, as much as I think that Haley, Halle Bailey did a great job, I gotta pass. I, I don't need this. I'm gonna pass. Pass. I'm gonna smash. I thought this this uh, this song was very moving. I thought she put her own spin on it that was really interesting. She didn't copy Jodie Benson like phrasing, and it was very. How did they shoot that? 
How did they make her I, hair I look like that. that? I was trying to figure that like out. Her hair, like, it looks that like she's impressive. underwater. I mean, she looks like she's underwater. She did mention time. that it took them three days to shoot yeah. that segment. So that was the big ending of the live action stuff. So then we had Pete Doctor come out for Pixar. Now back to the good part. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so the first thing that they announced was a movie that's coming out in June of 2023 called Elemental. Um, and it, in my mind, and this is editorial, so feel free to disagree. I see it as a mix of Inside Out and Soul. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. I mean, it is, it is like the little blobby yeah. characters. I mean, the main character, what's her name? Ember. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks exactly like anger and joy mixed together. If they were smashed together, it's what she looks like. Um, I like I like that it's an original concept, so I, I like that. Um, but it looks like it's going to be her, and she's made of fire. And then she has a love interest. Oh, crap. Wade. Mm-hmm. Wade. He's made of water. Wait, I thought it was Wave. Really? I think it's Wade. I think it's Wade. Like Wade, Wade in the water. Oh, crap. Um, oh, crap. <laughs> and they brought out the actors who voice Wade and Ember, and they uh, also had fun stuff on the stage. Like they had fire features, they had water features. Yeah. It was it like it was and weird. I thought like once he got on stage, the water would die. Or... Yeah, no, no it kept going. It kept going. Oh yeah. Um, so we all got a poster from that, and we got to see a little scene. Um, it looks like, like it looks. Like it's pretty much done. Like it almost has a Zootopia vibe to it too. Like yes, lots of yeah, the cityscapes, like lots of transportation. You know, people going to big sports stadiums, stuff like that. Um, anything else to be said about Elemental? Are they? Is Pixar getting too on the nose with their their very heavy-handed uh, metaphors of just being like racism? Yo, yeah. man, racism's racism. Knock, Knock it, it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what this was all about. It was like. I came. Was this Peterson? Yeah. Well, when he came out, I was like, no, oh, it's a guy no. from Good Dinosaur. I know, me too. I looked up on IMDb. I'm like, I like this guy so much when he talked about Good Dinosaur, but man, that right? movie was I, I hot it, garbage. It, I, and I have like a fondness for him because I just saw this solo walking around Disneyland eating a corn dog. <laughs> Yo, respect. I, get, I, I know, I know. I like I know. this guy. But, um, yeah, I just got Inside Out vibes right away. Because mm-hmm. they were like the four elements. And I'm like, four elements, four emotions. Like five emotions, right. Like, um. I mean, it, it looks cute. I mean, it, 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 I mean, the thing yeah. is, like, after. <laughs> I heard, oh, sorry. No, I go ahead. Andy Samberg, I thought, was attached to this. Really? Oh, it's not on the IMDb page. The only thing on the IMDb page are two main actors. I, but wasn't the guy down? I don't know. Just you well, hear an inside info, Rob. No, um, no, no. Well, so what I was gonna say is that um, after seeing the first segment of this panel, which was all non-original or um, remakes uh, uh, of you know uh, uh, stuff based on existing properties. It was then nice to be like, oh, cool, this a is original. Fresh. However, then I was quickly like, kind of looking at it like, yeah, but is this kind of like super derivative to what they've already done? That's the problem that I'm like starting to have with, and we'll and we'll, I'll t- 
touch on this further as we get more into the Pixar stuff. Why All don't right. you ask? So let's do Smash or Pass Elemental. I'll smash. I like a Pixar movie. I'm a completionist. Smash. I'll, I'll watch it. Smash. Smash. I felt like Pete Doctor was overly original. Yeah. Original. Yeah. Original. He was definitely like, going all in on that. He was like, this is nothing like our other Pixar <laughs> movies that this looks just like. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> all right. Another one. Another so, one. Um, next up, we have a the first Pixar Disney Plus series ever. And this is called Win or Lose. And I think in our podcast, we need to call it Win or Lose. We're going to booze. Um, and it's a series on Disney Plus about a co-ed softball team called the Pickles. Um, and each episode will follow a member of the team, whether it be someone on the field, the coach, or the umpire. I think they said also like a parent of one yeah. of the oh, kids. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did say that. Um, and it's it's all follows the last week of the season yeah, leading, so leading up, up to the to championship playoffs. game. Yes. But each of them. But each of them follows a different character from their point of view. And it should be said for the listeners that Rob and I play on a softball league. And I wasn't sitting with Rob. I knew he was elsewhere in the auditorium. And I was just like, oh, man, this is a Pixar. So it's their first also. It's their first series. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, but that's, well, whatever. Well, whatever, man. But, like, I was just thinking about, like, oh, man, this couldn't be further up mine and Rob's alley. Um, We got to see, like, a little bit of previews for, um, there was a cute scene with, I think it was the umpire Mm -hmm. going to a coffee shop and asking out the barista, and it was really funny. He has his, like armor shield like it, it was really cute Just blue blue armor yeah yeah um and then the coach of the the pickles will be played by will forte who um, recorded a hilarious pre oh recorded clip yes. so, funny. so funny he is hilarious um so this this um my opinion looked really good i'm smashing this very hard this out is of the a, ballpark this is a <laughs> resounding smash for me this is a pass for me. Oh. Cram, cramming up your cram hole. This was right, the then. highlight of the entire panel. Me too. This was so unique. I love the two people that when I identified with them when they were like, oh, we go into meetings. They pitched it as we go into meetings and it's like, oh, I thought the meeting went great. And the other person was mm-hmm. like, that was an awful meeting. Yeah. I identified with relatable. that completely. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so they were saying how it, it was born out of out of their like subjectivism. Were and, they working on Frozen? Is that what they were? What, uh, what were they? Or Big Hero Six? Um, no, 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 something a Pixar recent, very recent. Yeah, I don't know, but okay. Oh, Turning Red was it? I don't know, I don't know. but whatever. They were working on it. Uh, th- this was the highlight for me. Yeah. So um, I think me too. Um, and you know what? I saw Will Forte's hat, and I was thinking in my mind. I gotta get one of those pickle hats. Those are so cute. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a little, a little animated like, pickle. It's an- adorable. Anthropom- what did you, I'm so, what did you like about it? I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. That's why she doesn't come out of any games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just don't but have it had, that same it had nothing feel. to do with the soft. It, oh, it no. It, it, yeah. it was a fun, um, if you've seen Arrested Development, they take the, the, the one season, they take each character and they tell the story from their point of view. I feel like there's so many series anymore that, like, I'm just, it's oh, sensory overload for me. 
Okay. That's fair. That's fair. It's, it's like, oh, it's just another thing that's just going to sit on my Disney Plus. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next movie we saw the highlights for was called Elio. Um, and I thought the character art of this was really cute. Um, the kid was described as an avid indoorsman, which I highly relate to. Um, I liked that too. His mom, Olga, works for the government and Elio makes contact for a UN type organization for aliens. And he is the ambassador for Earth to the rest of the I think universe. you skipped a thing. The mom basically is like for a secret government agency that's clearly trying to track aliens. And as as luck would have it, Elio makes first contact and he is beamed up to whatever this alien Correct. alien colony is where he is basically made there. No, uh, he's made our ambassador. Yeah. He's the ambassador for Earth. Um, so they brought out the mom, who is played by America Ferrara. Um, She's very charming. She is charming. She seemed very genuine. Um, and then they brought out the kid who was freaking adorable. So yeah. well-spoken. I was texting Rob during this, and I was like, these young people should not be allowed to talk. Because the girl who played Tiger Lily was like, it was great. Just It was just like she so She was high great. or something. No, yeah. I don't think so. I think she was just unprepared. And then there was another kid that I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. I, can, I, go, I go back and forth between, like, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a fine line when you're, like, a precocious little kid, like this kid who's, like, obviously very smart, very outspoken, loud, and, like, you know, like. You know why I liked him? He had a tick, and it was adorable. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it was adorable. It was, he was so cute. You could tell he was, like, probably really nervous, but had his lines down to a science. Oh, yeah, no, he, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that, like, sometimes a precocious little kid is just annoying. He wasn't annoying. <laughs> we don't know any of them. <laughs> he was, he was good. Like, I, I liked him. He had a good balance. To yeah. Yeah. He was adorable. Oh, that's a good word, balance. Yeah. He said he was really excited to get the role, and that yeah. he just, like, thought it was karma. So then Pete's Doctor's ready to walk off stage. So wait a second, were we not smashing passion on Oh, you, I'm Ada? sorry. Let's smash our pass this one. I will smash this only because I am a Pixar completionist, but this would be my pass if I had to pass on one of the Pixars that was shown. You know what? Um, I would, I, I echo the same sentiments, and I like aliens and, and all that, all that business. It, it, I don't know. It doesn't seem fully fleshed out. You know, whatever. I'll just, I'll just... I'll say pass for right now, but that might change. But I'm gonna go with smash. Smash. Okay. I feel like Pixar is the one part of the Disney company that is still continues to like do prestigious. Something new. Yeah. So I'm gonna reward them for yeah. that. If great, great point, great point, Robin. Speaking of something new, um, Pete Doctor was about uh, to walk off it. stage, and uh, <laughs> we heard is, this was funny. I oh, mean, this... it was so good. Um, so we hear. Pete coming from backstage and you could tell it was Amy Poehler's voice and she came out on stage and they announced Inside Out 2 which was heavily rumored to be um, being announced at this so yeah so um, I think the information we got they had a really cute banter back and forth but what we found out is coming out in summer 2024 we're getting some new emotions which is fun well there's you know why that is right? why there are problems so, with the old emotions yes who bill Hader. why he doesn't want to come back so they lowballed oh. the offer 
Yeah, so apparently they offered Amy $5 million, And we're only originally offering Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling 100000 What? Yeah, and they upped, the, they upped the offer, so they were like, nope, well, we'll see you later. Get so. out of here. Yo Bill, ha- Yo, Bill Hader's got Barry money. Yeah, yeah Bill really. Hader's making yeah. HBO money. Yeah. Get out with that, yeah. Disney. Wow. Um, also found out that Riley will be a teenager, which I think is a fun premise. I mean, this I assumed right, so I had assumed love or yeah, or yeah, crush, or something crush like, or, and yeah, something yeah, I guess like not that. Lost, but, yeah. You know. <laughs> what kind of movie is this? Um, all right. So then that was the end of the Pixar presentation. And next was the Disney Ooh. Studio animation. Smash your pack. Oh, I'm Ooh. sorry. Smash. I'm smashing. I love that. I love the original. I'll watch the sequel. Sure. Smash. 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 Okay. Inside Out's wonderful. Yes. yes. So good. Um, so next up, we have the Disney Animation Studio and Jennifer Lee, who is the director of Frozen mm-hmm. 1 and 2, comes out. And she talks about the first thing is Zootopia Plus. It comes out in November. And it looks like each episode will be a different style. So there's like a Godfather one that centers around like what were they? Voles, moles, yeah, um, I think like mole. little rodents. Yeah, yeah. The one that was getting married, the daughter that was getting married. Yeah. Then there's a Real Housewives franchise. Yeah, that looks great. Um, there's a transportation. What theme. is it? There's six episodes, and each of them yeah, are different. Yeah, and they're just like a different. Almost take. seem like vignettes in that universe. One almost looks like almost like an oceans type thing with like the the weasel Judy. and the money. And then there's Judy Hopps family, which seems to be all about transportation. And then there's a one called Dinner Rush, which is like <laughs> the sloths going to dinner, which looks That's so sloth. cute. Yeah. I know the sloths are just comedy gold. Yeah, um, it, it seems like they're trying to do a uh, a different genre or style for each of them. But yeah, the one was kind of oh the the one was like kind of noir. I think that's the like uh, I don't know, but yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I, I I'm into it. All right, well I am gonna smash this hard because the Real Housewives part looked amazing, and I'm a big Real Housewives fan. Yeah, I'm I'm smashing smashing. I'm gonna pass. Another series that Holly's passing on. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if I get desperate and I go get to the oh end of the internet, then I'll, then I'll watch Yeah, but it. the thing is, I, I will say that these seem far less daunting um, than it seems like, like six episodes. Yeah, than or like an M- than like an MCU series or even like The Mandalorian. These seem like this and yeah, also um, Win or Lose. You've got like I'm assuming they're under a half hour each, and you've got six episodes. Right. I mean, so what? That's a that's a three hour commitment. Like I'm. No, I'll go with Smash. Okay. I'll check Smash. It out. Smash. Yeah, this looked Give really good. This was, this was this was in my top things I saw today for sure. Definitely. So we like the animated series. Yeah, we do like the animated series. Okay, so this next one was very interesting. Um, evidently, Jennifer Lee read an article in a newspaper that said that there was this other um, animation studio who was coming for Disney and wanted to kick Disney's butt. And this, they were an African. They were, that. yeah, they were an African um, animation crew. So for the first time ever on Disney Plus, or on, on ever, ever in the 100 years, Disney is collaborating with another animation studio, and the name of the animation studio is Kugali, um, and they're coming up with a collaboration called Owaju. 
Another is this a series? This yes. yeah, it's at a limited series. Yes, it is a series. So, it's going to be on Disney Plus. What was it? There were they brought out three guys on stage in oh, traditional God. African gear. <laughs> I know me and Rob. Me and so Rob picked Gal Gadot. Me and Holly said Jude Law was the winner, and I think Matt was one of these African guys. <laughs> no, no, the dude in the middle. <laughs> the, the dude British... in the middle just had like the most like beautiful voice that I was like, I was like. Yeah. The, the two, middle guy. The right? middle guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. I was like, he could read me the freaking uh, white pages. Yeah. Like, I'm cool. Like, he yeah. just had, like, you know, like, someone just has, like, just, like, the best, like, speaking voice. Yes. Um, this is that guy. Yeah, it was two two guys um, were from uh, Nigeria, and and uh, the third was from Uganda. Um, yeah, a really interesting, um, they... It, it was so fun, like, because it almost seemed like they were, like, they already had the deal, but since they were the outsiders, they were, like, the one crew that was presenting that were not in the Disney company or part of it, it almost seemed like they were giving an elevator pitch, like, and it was fun because it seemed like they knew they had something to prove to, like, as an untested product to the Disney audience, and glad, it was fun. I'm glad to hear you guys had the same reaction because I thought this was so outside the box yeah just like it, again it was like oh is this like we're trying to like, like diversity plug, yeah. for diversity's sake yeah but it's not no definitely like, not no this actually does seem like it they saw something from them and they were like we can collaborate Mm-hmm. And damn, what they showed looked looked awesome. Yeah, it, it seems to be there's two young kids, and the one kid's like comes from like an impoverished family, and the other, the girl comes from like a rich family, and her dad is some sort of like tycoon, and he has an, a business enemy who it seems like he's the big bad. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of like high tech gadgetry, and there's like a there's like, there's a, like a ro- there's like a robot lizard yeah. pet that's like in, yeah it, I mean it seemed really really interesting and the animation style was gorgeous like I'm I'm really really intrigued in this yeah um so are we smashing or passing big smash this is probably my second thing I was most excited for after uh win or lose pass this was one B of Smash. Okay. Me and Rob seeing eye to eye, baby. I feel it's like, interesting. Okay, man. so this is a definitely Smash one episode for me. I don't know if this is my kind of show. Like, if I was a little kid, I'd be like, that's a boy show. Like, that's how I think <laughs> in my mind. So, like, it's a boy show. I will definitely give it a chance, but I could see myself being like, nah, I don't like the first episode. I'm not going to watch it all. But I will give it a chance just because it does seem super, like, innovative. Yeah, it seems fun, too. Um, so, next up, <laughs> we have the next Disney animated picture, and it is called Strange World. Um, and we, by the way, we did the exact same thing with this, where we were like, we were basically, we were, we guaranteed ourselves that we knew who these voice actors were and they played, we totally they played the trailer and we're, we she thought, was like, is that Paul Rudd? I'm like, that's Paul Rudd. And I was like, and oh. you know, and I was like, and you know who the other guy is? And I was like, that's, um, of Kurt Russell. That's Kurt Russell. And we were like, and it's we were Paul like, Rudd and Kurt Russell. Paul Guaranteed. Ru- Paul Rudd and Kurt Russell. So they show the trailer, and then they're like, and we're bringing out the cast. And it was not Paul <laughs> Rudd and Kurt Russell. It was Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid. And I was like, okay. I heard Andy Samberg. 
attached to this. Wait, you heard Andy Samberg attached to two things? Oh, wait, did I say that already? Yes, wait, was that wait, win or lose? Wait, what did I hear? Win wait. or lose. No. Oh, no, no, no. It was the Pixar movie. It was uh, Elemental. <laughs> Which one did you hear Andy Samberg? Yo, are you, did you hear, did someone tell you that Andy <laughs> Samberg was going to be in all of these us. movies? <laughs> someone sure. told Rob that Andy Samberg was going to be Ariel in the new Little Mermaid. <laughs> Yo, I heard that. I heard that Andy Samberg was gonna be <laughs> Captain Hook. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take Jude's position from me. Um, so they did bring out the cast of Strange World. It's a very um, so. I guess the best way to describe this visually, if you've seen the movies, Big Hero Six, Ryan the Last Dragon, looks like those movies had a baby, and it's this movie. Lots of, like, bright colors, strange environments, like, unnatural. Well, like... Very busy. Yeah, like, very busy, chaotic, almost. Um, Maximalism, if you will. Yeah. Um, so they brought out the cast. So we had Dennis Quaid. Andy Samberg. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Lucy Liu. Was there someone else? Dennis Quaid. Um, yeah, there was a fourth. Um, yeah, I oh, shoot. Who oh, was it? I lo- oh, it was the kid. It was the kid. Vibes. Vibes kid. Which was another one that I was like, he should not be allowed to talk. Oh, no, I liked him. He was yeah, okay. no, he was fine. He was the least offensive of the young kids who talked. Um, I like... Uh, I I like Jake Gyllenhaal's just like chaotic energy every time he is in like a public forum. He's like, wild. He just seems like Unhinged. a dude Unhinged. who like you never like he was very well behaved, but like he just looks like the type of person that has at any point in time his gears are turning to like what's the most like messed up thing I could do in this setting that would just give me pleasure but just be like sociopathic and make it bad for everyone around me like he just looks like he's like one move away from doing something like messed up and I like that energy he brings so we got a trailer or no we got a scene from this we did get a trailer and we got a scene it's coming out in November yeah, it's why I never even. Did you hear about this? this? Did, Did you, you know, know about this movie? This, this the, one the, came out of right field for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, so inside baseball, the kid in front of us was all about. He kept saying "Strange World, Strange World." Mm. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? But uh, th- th- that was. But a, you didn't hear about that prior to the. No, that's my point. So that's just a, today, th- so we all learned like, about this movie but today. But apparently, it's out there because this kid knew okay. all about it. So. I mean, I'm sure, but I, it's just it just seemed very out of the box. Is this the kid who told you that Andy was going to be in it? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so. I guess let's... Oh, so we saw a scene that was, like, them riding almost, like, like the grandfather, some, like, grand adventure. It seems like it's all about adventure and, like, made-up worlds and... Dennis Quaid's like getting into his just, like, old man... Senile. <laughs> se- senile self. I like um, it. Yeah. I just like to analyze these people if they're altered. That's yeah. that's my entire is like are they drunk are they high are they stoned? Tiger Lily was. I think, and, um, I think Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid was. Whew, he's just old. Yeah, I thought he he was just awkward. That's the like, natural baby. How old is he? Wait, is that the natural? No, that's Kevin Costner. God, man. I confuse Kevin Costner and Dennis Quaid, and they. I just want to see how old he is. And right. Bill Pullman. Those three dudes are the same. Let's um. What what do you <laughs> no, have to say? I go, I no, say. go ahead. No, seriously, I forget. All right, well, let's smash or pass Strange World. I am 
hard passing Strange World. I think it looks terrible. I think it looks Atlantis or Treasure Planet-y. I was going to say Treasure Planet. With like, like the weird spaceship. Like there's like well, an outer space element. The creatures. Yeah, the creatures are all like these yeah. bulbous, like weird... I, I don't know. It gives me Treasure Planet vibes too, and that's not a and and that is not a compliment. And I know that there are some people listening that are like, "I love Treasure Planet. That's one of my favorites. I love Milo. Whatever." Who are you, who are you imitating? Oh, you know Treasure Our Planet stands. Who like Treasure Planet? <laughs> you're so wrong. You're, are you passing? Pass. All right, Rob. I thought this again. I th- I think it, <laughs> it, it at the time like I I understand I hear your your point. Did you have convention fever? I I had convention fever of the live action just being remake 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 yeah. remake, not an original story. So it was like, oh, this is original. I'll give it. Okay, so like, you're giving so, it by comparison a decent yeah, score. But okay. now, like I but I understand the point you're making. Yeah, it seems almost like um, comic booky in a way i don't i don't know yeah okay all right so then we have the last announcement of the day which was another one that i had never heard of which is weird because well it's no coming, this was i think this was uh, uh it's coming out in 2023 if something's they were announcing things that were coming out in 2025 so if this is coming out next year they've got stuff done for this i don't know if this i think this might have been a premiere but okay I could be wrong. well i never heard of this but i'm not in the in the zeitgeist of uh knowing about film stuff but this uh, so they started out with a sizzle reel of all of the animated characters wishing on stars so we saw like you know aladdin pinocchio you know all the princesses rapunzel tiana everyone looking at stars and for the what what number I is this? I could have done without that. Yeah, that was that was. I really zoned out. I was like very invested at the beginning of that. Like, oh wow, these characters all look at stars. And then wow. by Aladdin, I was like, no, I do not care about this. I had this problem of, um, like when I know how long a movie is, and I look at my watch, and I'm like, um, I figured out what's going on. Um, this was one of those of like. This thing needs to wrap up. Like, yeah. what are they doing? It was like, a very long... It, this whole presentation was extremely long. Um, so then um, they show us that. They didn't even really... I was like, is this going to be like a Wreck-It Ralph style where they have like all the characters together? And Matt had a good guess. He thought like... This is before that sizzle reel. Yeah. Where I was like... What number is this? Number 60? Or no. No. It has to be way more than that. But um, it's just to celebrate it, the 100-year... And I was like, you know, it, this is something that's been heavily in the rumor mill for a while, that they were planning on doing a theatrical uh, release with the, like, Mickey and and friends, like an actual... Then I heard the hand-drawn animation, too. That's yeah, and I was like, oh, man, this they could actually be doing, like, a Mickey and friends animated feature, which, you know... So what we got was not the bad. title Wish... It's coming out in 2023. It is about a wishing star. The two main characters are Star and Asha. And then they brought out Alan Tudyk. And I, I don't even know if Star would be the main character. I mean, Asha is the main character. Star doesn't even talk. It just It's just purely an anthropomorphic. Anthrop, whatever. Yeah. It's a star. It's a star. It doesn't talk. It's it not talking talk. star. It just does walk. It, it just does talk. It's just a star. It doesn't talk. It does pantomime. <laughs> Um, so 
Then they brought out Alan Tudyk, who I guess I didn't realize that he was in all of the movies in the past it, 10 years. It was years. almost like yeah. a Alan Tudyk sizzle reel. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, They brought up all his characters on screen and he did impressions of all of them, which was very... I didn't realize he did Hey Hey. Yeah, oh yeah, he's Hey Hey. And he's also K2SO in Rogue One. Yeah. Sure is. So, like, I mean, he's got more than just the Disney animated stuff. He's in Dodgeball. He's great in it. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> Steve the Pirate. the Pirate. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. I think that's the first time I ever saw him. Um, but anyway, <laughs> his, his character is, um, is Valentino the Fainting Goat. And they showed a little scene of... You know, him wishing that he could communicate and talk, and then he, like, passes out from excitement. That's also, um, so this is, like, a tribute to, like, Disney animated movies. It seems, Matt said, it seems very on the nose. Like, it does seem like it's, like, the a Disney-ass movie. Um, and yeah. it, it happens in a land called Rosas. Is that what it's called? I couldn't. And it almost looks like Greece plus Mexico. It seemed like San- I took Italy. And it Mexico. seemed oh, like it took yeah. Greece and Italy. But. Yeah, like it, it like white uh, landscape, but like little plazas and stuff. It looks like Disney Santorini. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked the animation. I thought the animation They're, looked very right. Cool. And they were saying uh, that it is a. Um, like a, a very um, new uh, or a, a hybrid style of animation that forges the old uh, hand-drawn style with like the newest technologies in computer I can, animation. I can tell this was at the end of the night. You just said that I do. I was not there for that. I was just like staring off into out. space. I was done. So no, but that's point. why. And and I think that they. What they showed um, looked really great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, visually, I thought, it yeah, very good. pretty, like almost like Pinocchio level, like villages and very, very good, very good looking. Very um, good. Very, very, very good. <laughs> My thoughts. It was very good. Um. So then they announced at the end of this like explanation, showing us the town and the star and Alan Tudyk that. Um, Adriana DeBose is going to play. The Do you name. know who that is? Yes, she played Anita in West Side Story, and she won an Oscar for it. Okay. Um, she's going to be Asha, and this goes back to the same thing that Rob was talking about earlier: um, the Disney Mad Libs of like, well, we have to have like a you know someone who's diverse in this lead. I. I she performed a song called "More for Us." Um, and they were like, we're bringing up, a, and, and the songwriter is Academy Award and Grammy winning uh, artist. I didn't recognize her. And they brought up like her glamour shot. And it was like, she's Julia written. Julia Michaels. She's written for Dua Lipa. And, and pink. And she's got <laughs> hand tattoos. She's sick. Um, the song was good, but it seemed too complicated to be an earworm. Like, Let It Go was like. <laughs> like it was like repetitive. This seemed like too hard to follow for me. <laughs> I was so ready to. I was like bust out of there. So at one point, maybe like a half hour before that, I saw a star come down. And I was me like, too. "Oh, they're doing the confetti." So I was like, "As soon as the confetti comes, we are busting out of here." Yeah, it was a long confetti long, hit. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and so like my focus <laughs> during that whole thing was like. 
Where's the confetti? Where's the confetti? Like just waiting for. But yeah, that song. I don't know. And yeah, it was. It was no. How far I'll go. It was no. Let it it go. It builds. Yeah, yeah. Like the um, I I thought she did a really good job performing it too. Mm. I mean, she's an excellent, an excellent performer. I made the comment. This is going back like SNL. SNL. I thought she was phenomenal on SNL. Yeah, she was a great uh, SNL host this season. So, um, I mean, this is really, I mean, they, they barely showed us anything of this, but from what we saw, Smash Pass. I mean, I feel like I have to smash because I like a Disney musical. Mm. I'm going to pass. I'm going to go with a smash. I got to give it a try. Yeah. I'm going to go smash again original. Like, I, I'm going to reward them for, for the original, original if not fully derivative. Yeah. Okay, Matt, calm down. It is. It is. Some of that artwork I thought was very interesting. How they, it, they oh yeah, that, like, like the uh, visually it looked the, amazing. The vibe of hand drawn computer at like and I thought that the was, backgrounds like, little, were gorgeous. I, I mean they really were. It, and if that's how it stays, yes. But I got the impression this isn't that far along. Yes, we got Which we saw weird, a lot of like year. concepts. Yeah. They, test like, animation. Yeah, test animation. They had it on the screen. So, yeah. And merging those two animation style gives you a lot of like um, interesting, uh, uh, what's it called? A freedom of like perspectives. Yeah. Like it kind of like uh, what they can do to make it kind of look three dimensional. So. Yeah, I was very impressed with the way the animation looked. Um, all right, so let's just do, so since this was like the big panel of the day, let's do our favorite thing, like our rose of the day. Um, so Matt, what was your rose? It, uh, my rose is the one A and one B that Rob spoke of earlier, and that is um, win or lose, followed by, I don't want to butcher this, what is the name of the, um, uh, the, um, uh, oh my world! Scroll down. For... It is Iwaju. Iwaju. Okay. The limited series from the uh, African animation series, app animation company. Whatever. Yeah. Company. Iwaju. That's mine. Holly, what you got? All right. Clearly, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Um, and then Peter Pan and Wendy because oh, Jude okay. Law, oh, Captain Hook, Zaddy, Zaddy Law. <laughs> <laughs> What you Matt's, got? Matt, Matt's answer. He, oh, he Matt's it. answer. Okay. Um, I think I'm going... Um, I, I'm taking one from Holly and one from Matt and Rob. I'm going to say my tied answer is Win or Lose and The Haunted Mansion. I think they both look really good, and I'm excited. And Zootopia is like a third right under Yeah, that. I was going to say, you, you were very I, glowing about I, that. I like Zootopia Plus, so... Yeah. That's what it's called, Zootopia Plus. Yeah. Zootopia Plus. Yeah. It's just an odd. Yeah. Title. Synergy, Rob. Synergy. They love corporate synergy. Search. <laughs> Strategery. Yes. Strategery. All right. Wow, that went way longer than I Yeah, me too. I was like, oh. Well, there's quite- a lot to cover. Yeah. But anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening, following us along. We'll, uh, you know, do this again tomorrow. TTYL. Bye. See you tomorrow for day two of the D23 Expo 2022. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.